Yo, yo, what is good, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Wireless Super Podcast. It feels good to be back. We took a quick break, and we are back to to continue season three. It is now June 2022, and how quickly we've made it to the middle of the year. All right, so this is the Wireless Super Podcast. I'm the host, Stephen Chu, and this is a podcast about basketball, hoops, technology, all fun things that are on my mind and really using this as a platform just to kind of share my ideas with uh, each and every one of you guys. So with that being said, uh, we are back. Um, This is halfway through the year already. I can't believe it's June and I hope the year is going well for all you guys and all the listeners. Uh, We are in the middle of NBA playoffs or I should say NBA finals right now. So that's been super fun. We'll touch on that a little bit. Uh, the main reason I wanted to pull this episode up is because I've started to really, really started playing a lot of basketball. So for everyone that um, is, again, new, please check out the Instagram, uh, Wireless Hooper on Instagram, Wireless Hooper on Twitter, and then uh, Wireless Hooper on TikTok. So been posting um, here and there, but definitely posting daily on the Instagram. So make sure you guys check that out. Really good content in the reels. I'm really trying to create more and really just document document myself playing basketball and really trying to live out those hoop dreams. So um, with that, yeah, Monday Night Basketball. I don't know how many of you guys have uh, friends right now that play basketball, um, but a couple of homies or one homie rents out a gym out in L.A. And every Monday night um, after we're able to put the kids to bed, uh, we head out there in uh, it's called PTBA and we hoop so it's a good two-hour runs we got a good group of guys that stays competitive and you know everyone's around the same age everyone is trying to be healthy trying to better themselves trying to improve their game and it's overall, overall been really fun we've been going out to Monday nights um, I guess it hasn't always been Monday sometimes it's been Fridays but now we've landed on Monday that seems to be the best time for everyone um, we've been we've been with that group of guys for about I think four years now. We took a quick break because of the pandemic, of course. But honestly, that's really been one of my favorite times of the week. It's it's good that we put it on Monday, and I've had this discussion with some of the homies. But it's cool that it's Monday because on Fridays it was it was hit or miss between uh, with getting people to go there because on Fridays people want to go out, people want to travel. If you want to take a long vacation, you start it on Friday. Um, and it's just tough to get people out. But on Monday, you know, typically people are back to work. Um, and then Monday nights is something to look forward to. That's been the biggest part. So Mondays don't suck as hard because we know that at the end of Monday, uh, we get to see the group of guys and we get to hoop and, and really compete. Um, with the Monday nights also, it's really given me kind of motivation. I've been using that to practice throughout the week. Um, and you know, the a big part of filming and, you know, trying to get better at basketball, the underlining thing to that is just really staying healthy. As I'm getting older, you can tell that the body doesn't recover as fast. Uh, you can't just be eating everything you want. So using basketball, using Monday night as that competition, as that uh, thing to say, hey, on Monday night, I'm gonna have to compete. 
it makes it easier for me to get into the gym um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, um, and really, really work on my game. So, you know, I, I wish I had this earlier, had this motivation earlier, but, you know, you can't turn back the time. So with that being said, you know, every day, every other day, I try to get out to the gym, try to put up some shots, work on the dribble, work on the moves, and that's what I really like about social media right now. Um, I really follow some of the Instagram trainers. I wouldn't call them Instagram trainers, but trainers that have a really big social following. They do a great job at posting workouts, moves, building the bag, things like that, and I just save them. So for all the young hoopers out there, um, I would highly recommend that. Build, bookmark all the content that you like seeing, moves that you like um, watching, and then you know replay that in your head, replay that on your phone when you're at the gym, when you're at the park and try to work on those moves because that's typically what I've uh, been doing for the past six months now. And I, I think it's been working. I think the, sh the shot's been feeling better. Um, I'm liking the runs. I am definitely have built the endurance a little bit so I don't get as tired when I'm playing. Um, and it's cool. Uh, it's cool to see your skills build. Um, the quote that I really or continue to have in my mind at least for the past six months is practice makes progress. And as you continue to put the reps up, as you continue to play the the skills and the, why should I say, the uh, the rewards of the work is going to come. So it's not gonna, it might not be tomorrow, it might not be the next day, but it's going to come and it will come if you consistently put in the reps and the work. And that's, you know, I'm not saying anything new. Uh, maybe you need to hear from me, maybe you need to hear from somebody else, but um, that's that goes with everything. And with that, I think I'll end this little short rant about Monday Night Runs is I heard from another podcast that um, you really need to just find the fire that keeps you excited in life and just keep going at it and stay as close as you can to it. And for me, that fire is basketball. Uh, playing basketball has been one of the most consistent things in my life, whether I'm having a good year, bad year, good month, bad month even down to the days. Um, I, I know that I can always go to the court, push some shots, put some shots up, get out of my head a little bit, and you know, just kind of run, sweat it out, shoot it out. So uh, I would say I'm really grateful to have found this group of guys that ran out an indoor gym that's really nice, and I get to go out there and play and compete, make friends, build relationships, and just have a little bit of escape um, through the daily grind. So if you guys want to come out, let me know. Um, if you guys have a place that you guys play at, let me know because Monday nights is booked, but there's six days out of the week and I would love to come out and hoop um, everywhere. Uh, one of the goals that I have is to really go out all over the country, all over the world and be able to play ball while I, while I can because, you know, the age old saying is these knees don't last forever. And uh, for the time that I have, I definitely want to get out there hoop in China, hoop in Spain, hoop in New York, hoop in Florida, hoop in the Midwest, um, all these things. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun the next couple of years, really trying to build the social following, really trying to build my basketball content. And um, I would say is let me know. Let me know if you guys are, are running. I would love to come out, create some content. If it's not create content, I would love to just get some shots up. And that's that's really what this podcast is all about, really trying to build uh, my love for basketball, really trying to push culture, both from 
the basketball side, the tech side, the Asian American side, all those things all rolled into one. And that's, I think this is a good segue to move into what is happening right now in basketball culture, um, the biggest brand being the NBA for basketball. And right now we are in the middle of the NBA finals. I guess we wouldn't say middle, I guess we're, we're nearing the end because the Warriors as of right now have just gone up 3-2. They played uh, earlier in the week and now against the Boston Celtics, I am a huge Golden State Warriors fan from the Bay Area, born in the Bay Area, grew up in the Bay Area. And to have the Warriors be back there, I think the stat is six times in eight years. Uh, it's been pretty dope. I, I just need to say that shout outs to this Boston Celtics team. Um, I guess it's easy for me to say that right now because we're up, but even when we were 2-2, even when we were down one, they are an, an incredible team. I think they're proving that night in and night out. Sure, they can have an off game, but Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum are really, really big stars in the making, if not they're just already stars right here. And I think they're going to be here to stay. They're super good. They're so solid. Uh, Boston, everybody on the team hits big shots when it matters. Al Horford bringing the experience in. Um, of course, Marcus Smart, um, everyone's hated villain. Uh, I'm not much to talk because we have Draymond on our side if, if he's not the most hated villain um, in the NBA right now. Uh, but, you know, both those guys, Draymond and Smart, are one of those guys that you hate to play against them, but you love them when they're on your team and, and getting you buckets, getting you calls, getting under the guy's skin. I think that's been one of their biggest, biggest attributes. So that's been really cool to see. And like I said, I don't need to give my hot takes because I think if you guys are basketball fans, you guys know what's happening. You guys are going to, um, you guys are watching it just like me. I would just like to just kind of re-emphasize, I mean, the next game is game six. So we all know that game six has that meme of Clay. Game six, Clay is coming through. Um, I hope he shows up and I hope he creates for really good basketball. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are also going to go off. I would only imagine since this is their last game of the season, regardless if they win or lose because Warriors still continue to hold home court advantage. Game 7 will come back to Golden State if needed. So I'd only imagine the entire Boston team to rally behind those two guys and really, really play their hearts out, especially for the Boston fans, which arguably one of the most passionate fan base in the NBA. Um, so needless to say, Thursday is going to come up and I'm going to be really excited to watch it if this comes out after it. Um, who knows? But as of right now, the game is yet to happen. Game 6 is coming through and... Uh, I will be watching. Those are some of the most unproductive work days, I would say. Just because I get hyped, um, it's not every day, I guess for the Warriors fans, it's a little different, but it's not every day that your team is in the finals. And I would just like to add a stat that last season, Golden State only won 13 games. So let that sink in. I mean, we went from being really, 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 really bad to being pretty good. Um, was it last season? I might be mixing that up because... It might have been the 13-win season. That's how we got the number two pick. And then the season after that, we probably didn't do well. And that's how we got Jonathan Kaminga and, and some of those guys. So we'll see. We'll see how this shakes out. I'm rooting for my team. Uh, I'm sure Boston is rooting for their team. And it should be a, a really fun, fun, fun series to, to play out. Okay, next topic. For this next iteration of the podcast, since we're heading into the second half of 2022 already, 
um, since I've been posting a lot of content, not that I'm growing a huge following or anything, but I definitely have started to build some social media presence. Uh, at least I have content on there to show that, hey, I'm just a, a, another dude playing basketball. I love to post, I love to create content. And not to say that it's getting notoriety, notoriety but uh, I am going to start using that as leverage to get other people onto this podcast. So right now, uh, for the most part, I've only had a couple of friends come on, and I hope you guys enjoy those episodes. I think they're super fun. I, as just like a personality trait, love talking to people, and as much as I love to hear myself talk and love to rant about certain ideas, it's definitely helping me become a better speaker, but when I bring on a fan, not a fan, when I bring on a guest, it just makes it more that much more dynamic and it gives you guys the listeners something more to to learn about to listen about i think whenever i listen to podcasts sure i have my slew of comedy and entertainment podcasts i listen to but um, a lot of the ones i do listen to it's always always good to learn about someone's backstory it's always good to learn about if i bring on an expert for them to give them a platform to um, show them show us what they know and what they've studied and what they've done their research on so with that being said, I think I'm not quite ready to announce who I'm going to have on the podcast yet. I'm going to start building the list and start reaching out and start building a base because I want to at least build five to ten. You know, it's an arbitrary number, but I want to build at least five to ten people that I have slotted so that I can do the recording, edit them, and then put them out there. So it's not just like before where I have one and then it's, it's a while until the next one. So I want to at least come out with a series it's going to start out basketball related. I think it's going to be really good about, um, it's going to be really good just to have basketball people on here just to get it going. Um, I want to talk to some coaches, talk to some trainers, definitely talk to some players old, older that maybe have been in the game, newer that are still in the middle of it, still pursuing their hoop dreams. And I think, and I know I'm going to throw the Asian American lens on it. So you'll see a lot of people, um, from the Asian American background, being able to talk about their experience of basketball. I think right now it's, we're in a really good time where people are becoming more upset, accepting of other cultures playing basketball. It's not just a black and white thing. It's not just a black thing. It's not just a white thing. Um, it's, it's a global game now. And Adam Silver's done a great job expanding it. And there's going to be a lot of different cultures that play. So... You know, I got to do what's true to myself. I am an Asian American baller, Asian American hooper. I'm the wireless hooper, I like to call myself. So with that, bringing on people, picking their brains, seeing where I can learn, seeing where we can push the culture together. And that is what gets me excited about having these conversations. So if you guys know anybody that wants to have a conversation right now, I'm opening the floodgates at the beginning. So I don't have the luxury of being um, selective or uh, of course I'm gonna be selective but I don't have the luxury of just picking anybody out of the sun and saying hey like do you want to come on this podcast I just got to open up the floodgates and hopefully people want to talk to me and hopefully I can create a really good conversation and and I am you know I'm gonna put some thought into it there's gonna be things I want to take care of the podcast guests um, whether it's gonna be virtually or if I if, if even better if you're in the LA area definitely down to come through and record a podcast with you so with that being said, uh, be on the lookout. It's gonna be really fun. Uh, I'm gonna really try to get some good guests and really start to build these conversations so that 
um, it's all underlining of you know pushing the the culture forward cool so with that the last two couple topics and this is gonna be a not a short podcast but just more of like a quick update uh, there's a couple things that I found interesting in the news recently. The most interesting one that I want to call out is there was a news a couple weeks ago that the Blazers uh, weren't up for sale, but Phil Knight and the co-owner of the Dodgers have put in an offer to buy the Blazers. Uh, I thought that was pretty funny and really fun for NBA fans to, to talk about. Quickly, the Blazers ownership came out with a statement saying that uh, they weren't for sale, uh, which was pretty, not disheartening for uh, people around, but Jody Allen, Jody Allen was the, um, is the owner right now, and she said that the the team is not for sale, and you know, what can you do when this, when the uh, owner of the team doesn't want to sell the team. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to go against that. But with Phil Knight, I think a lot of the NBA players or a lot of the NBA fans, especially Portland Trailblazer fans, which you know, um, if you listen to this podcast before, Portland Trailblazers is my second and third favorite team. Damian Lillard is my favorite player in the NBA right now, and to hear that Phil Knight, uh, Nike legend, co-founder, and the money backed by the co-founder or co-owner of the Dodgers it seemed like that would be a really good move for the entire um, basketball community within Portland Um, I'm not gonna go as far as to say that the Portland Trailblazer fans have lost faith in Jody Allen and what she can do um, as the ownership group but hey uh, I'm not gonna speak on that because I'm not there I'm not there every day I'm not there watching every single game I am a, a really big fan but it's interesting to think about of what new ownership can do with the Blazers. You know, they've gone through um, some tr- not troubled times, but they let go of CJ. Damian Lillard has um, done his best, but has really struggled to make moves in deep into the playoffs. So it'd be cool to say, hey, if, if there's new ownership, there was new staff, what could be done? But as fans right now, we're just gonna have to wait and see what's gonna happen. Hard to say, hard to tell, uh, but as of right now, they squashed the news and we're just gonna have to wait um, to see what's going down with the, the Portland Trail Blazers. Hopefully there's gonna be really good off-season moves and they push the needle forward because I am rooting for them and all the fans out there out in Portland. Okay, last topic. We've gone to the end of this podcast already. Thanks for tuning in here is e-bikes. If you've been around me for the last couple of weeks, you've probably been annoyed about how much I'm talking about e-bikes. Right now, gas is extremely, extremely expensive. I don't even know where to begin. But with that being said, um, e-bikes have been the rage for the past couple of years. And I think right now they're stronger than ever. So uh, I've been going to the gym. Uh, pretty much on a daily basis it's not too far away from me it's a handful of miles and i think it'd be really cool for me to take the e-bike out there instead of taking a car you know for the longest time i've been trying to decide hey if i were to get an e-bike what am i going to do what am i going to do use it for am i just going to roll around the neighborhoods zipping around on an e-bike as fun as that is don't really want to justify that cost you know i've got a baby girl now so i've got to really take care of her but 
with the gas coming up so quickly, it's like I fill up my tank 10 times and boom, you know, that could be that could be the cost of an e-bike right there. And if I use it every day, go to the gym, I can get some fresh air, um, I can roll back and ride it back as the cool down um, from my sweaty ass coming back from the gym. And I think that will be the topic of the next discussion. Um, what type of e-bikes am I looking at? What are good? So if you guys have any suggestions or if you guys are in the market, then we can have a, you guys can listen in and it'll be a greater conversation of, you know, the top three e-bikes that I think is, is cool and that are, you know, in my you know, purview of what I'm going to buy moving forward. So with that being said, I just wanted to throw it out there. E-bikes are sick. Um, I, I've ridden a bunch of electric scooters. I've never r ridden an e-bike, I guess, like, uh, I haven't rented one from, like, Lime or, or the ones in L.A., but I've seen people ride all around in the neighborhood. Um, everyone that has one loves it, and I think for me in this time in my life, um, it'd be really good. It'd be really good. I enjoyed biking in the, in the pandemic when I had it. I got a flat tire, never fixed it, but... With that being said, I think I'm going to tune it up, either sell the bike and then get the e-bike or get a conversion kit. So tune in next time. Uh, I'll talk about that a little bit more. But thanks for listening, guys. Um, it feels good to be back. It feels cool um, to have you guys listen in. And um, I will catch you guys in the next episode.